This is Speaking of Writers. I'm Steve Richards. The book is Godward, The Prodigal Steps. From a young age, Larry McClure's life was rife with tragedy, following the deaths of his cousins, neighbor, father, and twin brother. This series of unfortunate events set him on a course to find answers as to why his life was filled with so much pain. Godward, The Prodigal Steps, compiles the answers Mr. McClure found to this burning question over a 40-year period. Larry McClure is just an ordinary man with an extraordinary God. Having been born in poverty, he had the pleasure of sharing the company of others from all walks of life, be it rich or poor, black or white, young or old, male or female. And he found through many conversations that each of us wants the same thing, to know the truth. Many go their whole life never having found the answer. Through his research, Mr. McClure strives to help others to find answers and free them of their burdens, for it is only the truth that sets us free. Happy to have Larry McClure join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Larry, welcome to this program. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate you letting me be on the show. So this book I was reading was never going to be published. What happened? Well, it, um, it started, of course, when I was very young. You mentioned all the deaths in my family. when I, I That all started about when I was eight years old. And it continued for quite a few years. I, I lost all those people before I was 13 years old. So it really set me on the path to kind of find out what was going on. I, I, I you know, I, I, like most people, I see, you know, asking, will I see these people again? Did they go to heaven? Did they go to hell? You know, I had a lot of questions. And I spent a lot of time in church, you know, trying to find these, these answers. But the more I, I, I searched, the less information I could find. So I got kind of discouraged uh, with the church, and I, I went out on my own to uh, start finding answers. And once I did that, uh, the information that I found was just unbelievable, and it, and it just became an obsession for me to uh, to find more answers to what was going on in, in, for everything in the world, the universe, God. And, you know, I had all those questions just pretty much like everybody else. And uh, my research took me over 40 years, but I finally found what I was looking for. And uh, I uh, really just did it for myself. It, it wasn't really meant to be uh, for anybody else. But uh, as I finally winded down and I found the answers that I was looking for, I, 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 I found out that I had stage four cancer and only had about six months to live. So I had written all these pages up probably a thousand pages and, and spent all this time studying them. the doctor told me with with treatment I could probably may live two years so something just moved me to take this information and and get it in book form and and publish it I guess I was just looking for something to to leave behind to my family and kids and you know my legacy that I'd leave some kind of trace on this earth and so I I finally got the book together. I kind of rushed it because I didn't think I had a whole lot of time to live and got it published. And, and now it's been six years since I was first diagnosed. So uh, that's one reason I'm here able to talk to you. And, and I'm in the middle of my second book. I've got about 70 pages written in it. So if I live long enough, I'll just keep writing. You had so much tragedy even before the age of 13, right? Yes, it was, um, you know, we we weren't necessarily in poverty, but we uh, we we were lower middle class. And of course, you know, my 
father and, and brother was about a two, three year period there where they were dying of cancer. And so I spent a lot of time with other relatives and I spent time with my uh, cousins and though they were killed a year after my twin brother died. So most of my life was spent, I thought, you know, the funeral home we went to were our relatives. We spent so much time there. Mm. So uh, it was just, you know, it, it just became kind of part of our life. That, you know, we, we uh, just something we dealt with, you know, our whole family. Larry, was finally getting that book published cathartic for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't really, you know, I'm not looking for glory. I'm not looking for fame or, you know, fortune or anything. I just, it it really changed my life. I mean, I was angry. I was bitter, especially, you know, I had no parents to speak of, you know, pretty much on my own since I was, you know, 10 years old. So, you know, it made me kind of an angry child because, uh, you know, I've seen other kids with their parents and families and, you know, we didn't have that. So, uh once I got into the spiritual, you know, study, it, it really just took over my life. It, it consumed and it, you know, I spent a lot of time in, in the world, just like everybody else. And I was kind of back and forth on the shore in the water, but it just, it, it finally was so powerful that it just, it took me over and it changed me. I mean, it made me a, definitely a better person. I mean, the people that know me now, they can't believe the change in my, you know, they knew me when I was younger. And so, you know, I thought, well, you know, if that could change me, you know, I'm probably one of the biggest sinners out there that then maybe this was would give hope to others, you know, and and that, that maybe going through the same kind of thing that I went through, you know, with, with personal tragedy and things. And once I got into it, you know, the prodigal steps, once I learned what was really going on, I found that, you know, selfishness was what was causing every all the problems. And and selfishness has pretty much led to just about every civilization to be destroyed. So it was destroying my life, and I think it was destroying others. So uh, once I found the steps, it, it really walks you through uh, why selfishness is so devastating, you know, in your life. And then, of course, the other steps take you away from it and back to uh, uh, what I call God where You get back to what I refer to as the birth line in my book. Let's talk about those steps. What are the 14 prodigal steps? Well, basically everybody thinks that they have free will, but they don't, they're not really free will. It's just free choice. So you have the choice to either choose self-will or you can choose God's will. If you choose God's will, then it, there are steps that you follow that God has you know, laid out for you. Self-will is pretty much like blind experimentation. You don't really know where you're going. So self-will starts it and then the second step is uh from self-will is is selfishness which that's the big sin and then selfishness leads to separation sensuality spiritual destruction self-abasement and then starvation or what i refer to as the pig pen this is all based on the uh, prodigal son in the gospel of luke these are the steps that he went through when he decided to uh, take his inheritance and go out in the world on his own and he did which when he got out there he squandered all his money uh, ended up in a foreign country and the only job he could find was feeding pigs and so that's kind of the basic way that selfishness and self-will lead you to it leads you to a dead end you know because it's more materialistic and then the next steps the prodigal son realized that 
you know, he'd be better off if he was just back in his father's house, you know, even being a servant. So you have realization, you have resolve, repent, return, reconcile, reclose, and rejoice. And every self-will thought, every self-will action goes through these steps. And it's not like a, you follow one step and the next one. They're just all over the place. Some of your thoughts may be in, in one step. Some may be in another step. So, you know, everybody wonders why their life is the way it is. But basically, it's because of their selfishness. And the only way to overcome it is to become selfless. And uh, when my study, I, most of you know, the book said get enlightenment or be enlightened. But it never told you how to do it. You know, so uh, I was talking to somebody about these you know, my, what I was writing, and they said, well, well, give me some steps. What can I go through? And that's basically what I do is walk you through the process, and you'll go through it whether you know it or not, but the sooner you know it, the more you can identify it, the quicker that you can make, you know, your life turn around and, and get away from what I call the big band and back to a point where you can make better decisions, which once you get back to the birth line, then you, you have a choice to choose God's will, and go in a totally different direction. We're chatting with Larry McClure here on Speaking of Writers, his new book, uh, Godward, The Prodigal Steps. It's available at Amazon.com, also BarnesandNoble.com. So, Larry, why is selfishness the original sin? Well, it, that's what I'm trying to cover. And uh, my book is almost like two books. It's Godward and then the book, The Prodigal Steps. I wrote The Prodigal Steps first, but to help uh, you understand more about selfishness and where it came from, uh, I wrote the book Godward. So this all goes back way before, you know, mankind. This started in the spirit. So uh, it's, it's, it's all, you know, they refer to it as like the angels rebelling or whatever. But basically it was just the thought forms and other entities choosing to go their way instead of God's way. And that's pretty much the story of Adam and Eve. They wanted to be like God and not one with God. So they chose uh, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and went in a direction away from God. So once we leave our source of life, then like God told Adam, you're surely going to die. So once you choose these these steps away from God, you you slowly get away from all the, the resources that God has given you to stay alive. So you pretty much do. You, 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 will, you will surely die because... You, you're, like, you're led into the materialism away from spiritualism. So what my book tries to do is to bring you back, back to that spiritualism and spiritual understanding of, you know, you didn't start out just as a man here on earth. You know, you started out as a spiritual entity. Everybody thinks that, you know, you're a body seeking or, or having a spiritual experience. Well, you're not. You're a spirit having a physical experience. So, you know, once you identify yourself, you have a better chance of, of getting back to where, you know, where you came from. Let's go back to the pig pen for a moment. Why does everyone go to the pig pen? Everyone has to meet their self, and that's how we learn. Uh, the earth plane is, is the uh, application of experience. We're all here to experience ourselves. So uh, if you can't experience yourself, then you will meet yourself and meet that experience. So all of our thoughts, negative, positive, whatever, we project outward so we can meet them. So a lot of people don't realize that, you know, what's coming at them is really coming from themselves because we have to meet ourselves to understand ourselves. Like Jesus said in the Gospel of Thomas, 
you know, if you don't know yourself, you live in poverty and you are that poverty. So, you know, the quicker that you can understand that, you know, like I did, that's the conclusion that I came to was my worst enemy was me. You know, I was the one that was setting these things in motion because once you understand the steps, every self-willed thought that I had led me down that path. And that path got me to where I finally got to the end so I could, you know, step seven is starvation and step eight is realization. You got to come to the point of real, realizing that, you know, something needs to change, you know, and the extremes are like, you know, those that are, are uh, drug abuse or, you know, things like that. Of course, there's, you know, everybody goes through it, but, you know, it's, we all, you know, lower ourselves and our, uh, our self-esteem because we're, we don't really believe that we're children of God and that we're just, you know, humans and this is the way humans are and, you know, everybody goes through this. Well, they do, but, you know, the ones that figure it out and realize that, you know, in my father's house, you know, I got royalty, so I need to get back to where, you know, I belong. Are there more steps to follow other than the prodigal steps? Yes, you can think of it as, I call them, um, in my second book, I refer to them as the Godward steps. So God has, you know, laid out these steps to to help you get back to you know your home your original heavenly home but the prodigal steps is like going sideways or taking the exit and getting off the you know main road and then once you go through those steps it puts you back on the path again so once you complete you know those steps then you enter what is called the wilderness period and this is all of course based on you know the Bible too, uh, the Israelites going into the wilderness. There's seven steps in the wilderness. And this is a, a transition from the material world or the body and flesh into the spirit. So you can't just jump into from one to the other. You have to really kind of transcend, transcend because you got to get rid of the selfishness that is inside of you. So you go through seven steps in the wilderness. And then after that, the next steps will be the promised land steps. So there's seven more after that, and they just keep going. You know, I don't really know. I mean, I've seen over a hundred uh, different steps, you know, that that are there that I can find, but I'm sure there's more, you know, out there that I haven't, you know, discovered yet. So the sooner you get, you know, on the track and start these steps, the better off you are. What happens if I don't get on the track and follow the steps? Well, what happens is, is we, you know, we're the the main word is to wake, awaken or wake up. And if you don't wake up to the truth, then you just spend most of your time in, in you know, asleep. And and those in sleep is where nightmares occur. So your life is always, you know, you know, in a nightmarish state. But if you continue on that path, you you pretty much lower your consciousness or vibration, and you can slowly get to where you can't reincarnate anymore and, and, it, and it really sets up a uh, obstacle or a stumbling block for you to get Godward. So that's why Jesus said, you know, the time is at hand now. You know, you, you need to learn it while you can and while the information is available because there may come a time where uh, this information is available or the, the availability to come into the earth plane that you can work on these things. So you kind of dissipate yourself and and banish yourself from God. And, and the Bible talks about the outer darkness, and that's pretty much where you go. In the outer darkness, there's 
gnashing of teeth and you know a lot of trouble so that isn't a place that you want to end up and larry what would you like readers to take away from godward the prodigal steps that things aren't really the way you think they may be i mean just what i was taught in church was you know a lot of a lot there's a lot of truth there don't get me wrong but what i found was there's so much more and 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 they're not telling you these things. You're not, you know, you're not being told them, so uh, you don't recognize them. So, you know, I think that, you know, the more information that you can find, you know, the better. It's like in the Gospel of Thomas, uh, Jesus says, you know, the one that thinks they know everything but doesn't know themselves doesn't know anything. So really, if you don't understand these truths, you don't know anything. You know, you're, you're just... Uh, blindly, like I say, you know, going through the world is stumbling in the dark. The book is Godward, The Prodigal Steps. It is available at Amazon.com, also BarnesandNoble.com. The author is Larry McClure. Larry, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. And this is Speaking of Writers.